Please help me welcome J. Lauren Norris. Leaders sometimes seem like crazy people because leaders are willing to do what others are not willing to do. Leaders are willing to jump off of high cliffs when they know they have no wings. They have no ability to get from here to there. They're just going to jump. And that's what I want to talk about on this episode of Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And I, I just want you to know there are some times as a leader, this week is one of them, that taking risk is necessary to go to the next level. And sometimes taking risk means I have no idea what's on the other side, but I know staying here is not an option. I don't know what's coming next, but now cannot be my future. I don't know what the future holds, but the past is not it. And that's where we have been in the last, say, 90 days, less than 90 days. Uh, well, let's see. I'm doing math in my head. Yeah, about 90 days. It was about January the 15th that the home that we've been leasing for almost five years, this would have been our renewal. March 13th would have been the renewal. Uh, the homeowners decided, hey, it's a great market time. I'm putting the house on the market. Thanks for leasing for so long, but you're out of here. Giving us 60 days to find another place to do everything we do. Now that was a 25 minute drive for my wife to work. I had a big enough space in the house to have my studio and my office. I did all my Zoom meetings with my clients from there, the whole nine yards. But as you know, the market has changed. And as the market has changed, he sees a chance to cash in on his house. I don't blame him, I would too. But that also means that a lot of other people are doing the same thing and they have houses all over the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex where the prices have gone up some 200, 300, 400%. Well, my baby is now 25 years old almost. I, it doesn't make any sense for me to have a six bedroom house anymore. So we've downsized. This is the third time we've downsized now in the last five years. And so now our home is less than half the size of the one we just moved out of, meaning, guess what? No studio at home, no office at home, no place for any of that stuff. And so for the first time in the history of Tell It Like It Is, in the history of Story Power TV, Leading Leaders Podcast, or any of that, we have an office away from home. And I think we got really blessed. We found a three suite or a three office suite. We've got a nice little lobby and two offices. Uh, they're building another door, so we'll actually have three offices. So it's going to be really cool. But one of those is this studio suite. And so it's got bookshelves, floor to ceiling on one wall. It's got white walls all the way around the rest of the direction. So this is kind of cool because the white walls mean with a little bit of accent light, we can create pretty much whatever we want to in here. Now, what does all that have to do with leadership? See these white walls behind me, they are, um, for lack of a better term, they're a blank slate. They're January 1. They're a new opportunity. They're the window into the future but you've got to have a vision to see it. You've got to have the tenacity as a leader to say, I want things to, to be different than they were. I don't want to continue right where I am. I want to improve. I want to grow. I want to make more 
difference in people's lives. I want to have more impact. I want to have more influence. And that means you cannot do what you're doing now tomorrow. You've got to do more. You've got to do different. You've got to add to. You've got to multiply your impact and your influence in other people's lives. And you can't do that by becoming stagnant. Now, let me also say, the minute you do that, the world changes around you in a couple of different ways. Number one, you can't begin to do the next thing, staying right where you are, without taking some risks and moving forward. You heard me say we've never had an office that wasn't in our house. We've never had a studio that wasn't in our house. But I know what it costs in many places to rent studio time. There are places where you can spend anywhere from $350 to $500 an hour just to have access to the room. That doesn't include cameras, it doesn't include lights, it doesn't include microphones, it doesn't include somebody trained to operate them. It's just for access to the room. There are other places where you can pay $800 to $1,000 an hour and they will bring the cameras, but you still have to bring a producer. And there are other places for $2,500 to $3,000 for a recording session that they will record for you and hand you your content on a hard drive when you walk out, but you still have a whole lot of editing to do. To have a place where I can live switch multi-camera with microphones, lapel, or desk mount and get a good quality product out, um, I pay less a month for all of this and my meeting space because the conference room will be room three and my office where I can meet with clients one-on-one, -on -one, do Zoom sessions. Et I pay less for all of that than one hour of studio time, which means... For those of you who are ready to jump into something like that, I can serve you a lot less expensive than a lot of other studios. Is it a drive? Maybe. If you're in DFW, it's a drive. Is it worth the flight if you're from out of town? Absolutely, because we're like literally not even half a block from the historic downtown square, one of the greatest tourism spots in all of Dallas-Fort Worth, right here in historical Granbury, Texas. Trust me. If you just said, I want to go somewhere, buy a lake, where there's history, where I can maybe hit some wineries or hit some vineyards or hit the lake and enjoy a weekend in a really cool historic Airbnb, but I need it to be a business write-off. Come record here. Come to a training session here. And all of that is true. It doesn't get much better than that. But see, that's what comes when you have a vision, when you can look at the the bare blank white walls and say, well, what if I threw a little accent color on that? What if I, what if I put, check this out, right here. You can't even see it in the camera, but there's a hanging space right there, which means I can change out the art five times and never impact anything except the look of the shot. I could have big art or little art, big colorful art or something simple. When you're the leader, you've got to have the vision because everybody else sees a blank white wall. You also have to be willing to jump when everybody else is going, that's a scary investment. That's a lot of money you're laying out every month and, 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 and you're new to town and nobody knows you and there's a really good chance that you're gonna spend a lot of money on this space and not be able to recoup it. And yes, you're right. Here's what I also know. I could also double, triple or quadruple my investment and impact millions of lives.
Is it worth the risk if the latter is what's true? If all I did was open the meeting room and say, I want all the sons of single moms to come on Tuesday night at seven o'clock and I'm going to do a leadership course for 10 bucks a month. Suddenly, whatever outlay I have invested is a payoff. Whatever I've put into this is impacting the lives of people. Oh, that's what I'm here for. I'm not here to worry about money. I'm not here to worry about the next opportunity. I'm not here to scrape and scrounge. I'm here to make an impact. And I believe that if I do that well enough, the money will take care of itself. Oh yeah, that's a new mindset for me. That's not one I've always held. That's uh, not an idea that I've always been familiar with. But the more I see that it's those who take risks, those who jump out there, those who are willing to fight the wave sometimes and say, well, that's not the way I'd have done it, but it worked. Those are the people that tend to make the greatest impact. Those are the people that tend to leave their mark on the world. So number one, you've got to have a vision. You've got to be willing to look at the blank white walls behind me and go, what could I do with that? And allow your imagination to run wild. Number two, you've got to be the one willing to jump when you got no wings. I, my mentors for at least 10 years have said, jump and grow your wings on the way down. And there have been a lot of places where I said, yeah, I've done that. But not like I have this time. Not to the magnitude that I have this time. I've invested in mentors at, to a degree. Honestly, one of those mentors is going to cost me more than a year in this office suite. <laughs> Let that one sink in for a minute. But you know what it means? I'll be even better equipped to serve those that I will serve. It will be a lifetime of knowledge that I can pass on and impart to others and may very well open doors both in relationships and networks and in new opportunities to generate revenue to make an impact in other people's lives very quickly. Because mentors are all about learning things I don't know. Teaching me to go places I've never been. The mentor is the one who's been there already, and that's why you ask them, because they know where they're going. They've already done this. There are things that I've never done before, like real estate investing. There's some really great benefits and opportunities there. Again, grow your wings, because there's a lot of risk there as well. When you're willing to take those risks, when you're willing to develop a vision, when you're willing to step out there, you can make a change. So number one, you got to have a vision. Look at the blank white wall and ask yourself, what could it be? What will I make of it? There's a great opportunity in front of you and your future does not have to look like your past. Number two, you've got to be willing to grow your wings. You've got to be willing to jump when it makes no sense at all. Take the risk. Get out there. Start something new. Your neighborhood, your community, your city, your state, your nation, they need you to be somebody different than you were yesterday. You're not competing against anybody else. You're competing against you. Can you be better than you were yesterday? That's really the only question. And number three, remember, it's not all about you. It's not all about you. When it's over, nobody will care what your favorite coffee was. Nobody will care what kind of car you drove. Nobody will care about the things that you did that made you look good but they will never forget how you made them feel and the investment you made in their lives. When you went out of your way to do for them what made no sense. When you went out of your way to challenge, to encourage, to empower, to equip them to be better than they've ever been before. 
That's what people will remember. That's the legacy you'll leave behind. Now, maybe you'll leave a legacy like a Winston Churchill or a Douglas MacArthur or a Patrick Henry. Fine. Go for it. Shoot for big targets like that. An Elon Musk, a Bill Gates. Leave a legendary legacy that 100 years from now people are still talking about. That is an admirable goal. But just remember too, my wife and I ran into a girl during the Great American Speak Off when we were competing. She had come up from Houston to compete at the Dallas. Uh, she did not get the golden ticket to go on to Miami, although I did. And so I was able to take my wife as well. But when we met her, my wife was actually in the ladies' room. I was standing in the lobby, literally had just walked in, saw her going over her speech. I get eyes closed, lips mumbling, piece of paper in her hand. From time to time, she'd pop open one eye and take a look at it. And I waited till she came to a break, and I could tell she was starting over again. And I just said, how's it coming? And it started a conversation. Well, through the course of the day, the very competitive day and all the multiple rounds of that, it's a very stressful day, a lot of high and low emotions, great moments and heart-wrenching moments. And at the end of the day, I had a golden ticket, she didn't, but we exchanged phone numbers and Facebook pages and got in touch with each other and we've had a chance to converse since then. But the thing she said that will always remind me why I do what I do. She looked at my wife as we were all just about to go up the escalator and she said to my wife, can I hug your husband? Is that okay? She said, people do it all the time. I expect it. And so I gave her a hug. And as she hugged me, she laid her head on my shoulder and she literally cried. I could hear her sobbing. And she said, I don't know why you did, but you saw me. You saw me before anybody else did. You cared about me as a person, not as a competitor, not as an enemy, but as a human. And that means the world to me and I will never forget it. I see my wife have had a lot of conversations via text message since then. And I very much appreciate my wife being the one to step up and maintain that relationship with her. She wants to come to the Story Power workshops. Love to have her. I can tell you this, though. If all the things that I spend my time and my investments doing for the rest of my life only result in people being able to say honestly, that man made an impact, that man made an impact on my life because he saw me <clears throat> in my struggles, in my pain, in my failure, and my greatest successes, and didn't see me as a stepping stone to success, didn't see me as an opportunity to make money, but saw me as a human being who has feelings and needs. If that's the greatest accolade that I leave this earth with, I'm okay with that. I, I really am. I'm genuinely okay with being the guy that people say, I remember the day that I met J. Lauren Norris. And here's how I remember it. And here's why I remember it. And it was a good thing. If everything that I invest doesn't double, triple, or quadruple its money, I will be sad. I will be disappointed. I preferred that it would do all of that. But if it doesn't, and it still results in being a deep impact in the lives of people, it's worth every minute of energy. It's worth every dollar that I've invested in my own mentors and training. It's worth everything that I've worked toward in my life. It's worth every breath that I've taken. So I want to challenge you 
as leaders, to remember those three things. Yeah, blank white walls are a great opportunity. You've got to have the vision to see it for something better in the future than the past you've lived in. You've got to be the one willing to take the risks, jump. Others will follow you. Just think of the little pieces of paper that fly through the hole after the coyote falls through the bridge. Once you have that momentum, you create a force and, and people naturally follow it. And then third, it's not all about you. You're going to take some risks that seem absolutely ridiculous, especially for your own life and your own outcomes. But the impact that those risks will have on other people, <clears throat> that's what it's all about. If you've got your best intention at heart and you're paying attention and you're aware, you can make a great impact in this world. And you should. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. Taking Jay Lauren's Story Power Masterclass. It was amazing. I took away so much information. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed being formally trained in media many, many years ago is the call to action. I will use that with every speaking engagement, and I'm so grateful that Lauren just um, spoke truth into his teachings, and he is a true professional. And I know this might sound weird, but I've been taking certifications in different classes over the years, and Lauren is not boring. I can't even believe I got here at nine, and then the class went by so fast that I was like, it's time to go already? And I was shocked that it was time to go already. So it's an awesome class. You're going to enjoy it, I promise. Lauren is a master teacher on storytelling, and I learned so much. Um, I'm really going to have to sit down and go back through everything, and I think I might have to have some more coffees with Lauren, but uh, it was totally worth my time.